praise God. First Samuel chapter um, three, and I will read from verse one onwards. First Samuel chapter three, and I will read from verse one onwards. Now the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord before Eli. And the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no widespread revelation. And it came to pass at that time, while Eli was lying down in his place, and when his eyes had begun to grow so dim that he could not see, and before the lamp of God went out in the tabernacle of the Lord, where the ark of God was, and while Samuel was lying down, that the Lord called Samuel. And he answered, Here I am. So he ran to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. And he said, I did not call, lie down again. And he went and lay down, lay down. Verse six. Then the Lord called yet again, Samuel. So Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, here I am, for you called me. He answered, I did not call my son, lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, nor was the word of the Lord yet revealed to him. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time. So he arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you did call me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord had called the boy. Therefore, Eli said to Samuel, Go, lie down, and it shall be, if he calls you, that you must say, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Now the Lord came and stood and called as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel answered, Speak, for your servant hears. Then the Lord said to Samuel, Behold, I will do something in Israel at which both ears of everyone who hears it will tingle. In that day, I will perform against Eli all that I have spoken concerning his house from beginning to end. For I have told him that I will judge his house forever for the iniquity which he knows because his sons made themselves vile and he did not restrain them. And therefore I have sworn to the house of Eli that the iniquity of Eli's house shall not be atoned for by sacrifice or offering forever. So Samuel lay down until morning and opened the doors of the house of the Lord. And Samuel was afraid to tell Eli the vision. Then Eli called Samuel and said, Samuel, my son, he answered, here I am. And he said, what is the word that the Lord spoke to you? Please do not hide it from me. God do so to you and more also if you hide anything from me of all the things that he said to you. Then Samuel told him everything and hid nothing from him. And he said, it is the Lord. Let him do what seems good to him. So Samuel grew. The Lord was with him and let none of his words fall to the ground. And all Israel from Dan to Beersheba knew that Samuel had been established as a prophet of the Lord. Then the Lord appeared again in Shiloh, for the Lord revealed himself to Samuel in Shiloh by the word of the Lord. Praise be to God. Now, when you read this chapter, you see many important things here. This chapter highlights the life of Samuel, the relationship that God had with Samuel prior to calling him as his prophet and the message that comes from God, his first visit, God's first visit with Samuel. 
Samuel's first visit with God is recorded here in this chapter. He would have had many, many visits after that. And we also see subsequently God appeared to him again. But when you look at it, one thing is very consistent in Samuel's life. You know, many times people come and ask me this question. They say, um, how does God speak? And how do you hear the word? Of, how do you hear the voice of God? And how can I hear God just like how you hear God? And, and um, all these things that, you know, people say, they come and ask many questions about how to hear the voice of God. Um, very important thing that we must understand is that which has been given to you. If you are sincere in that, if you're sincere in that which has been given to you, to such people, God will give more. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. If you want to hear the voice of God, and if you want to hear from God, and if you really want to be acquainted with God, when I say acquainted with God, it's not like I pray, I read, no. But you knowing God and God knowing you. Now, you see in this chapter, the Bible says, Samuel did not know God. That means it doesn't mean that Samuel didn't know who God was. No, no, no. This is talking about this kind of a relationship, this kind of an intimate relationship, where God is coming and revealing his secrets to Samuel, very young, he's a child, very young. The rest of the Israel were oblivious to what was happening in heaven and what was happening on earth, linked together with heaven. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Many times we can just be in an isolated world. These were Israelites. There were many people going to the temple, offering sacrifices. They were, you know, you know, going back and forth and doing all kinds of rituals. And they were following, you know, all the um, you know, Levitical, you know, whatever ordinances that were there. And they were, they're being very religious, going to the temple year after year after year and observing all the feasts and doing all the Jewish, you know, ceremonies and fulfilling the ceremonial law and all kinds of things that they're doing here. However, God couldn't find a single person to convey the message that he wanted to convey to Eli and to Israel. But he found one heart that was so pure, which was free from religion, which was free from playing church, which was free from self-righteousness, which was free from, I do my thing and you do your thing and Beyond that, I'm not doing anything. Which was free from any kind of earthly attachment. Here was this child, very young. The day he was weaned, he was brought to the house of God. The child was offered to God to serve the Lord. How did he serve the Lord? You know, a lot of times people, as soon as they get born again, as soon as they come to the fold of God, as soon as they start knowing about Jesus and coming immediately, the thing is, I want to preach and I want to be on the pulpit and I need to do this and I need to do that. And the order is upside down. Truly loving Jesus is knowing his heart and doing what he wants you to do. Truly loving Jesus is doing what Jesus wants you to do. Knowing his heart. That's what truly loving Jesus. Truly loving Jesus is knowing the heart 
of God. And whatever is given to you, you do it with contentment. That's what truly loving Jesus Christ is. Now you look at Samuel, the first verse, you see the first sentence, the first verse of that chapter three is a very important verse. It talks about Samuel. It's almost, you know, like a topic sentence there, which actually describes who Samuel was during that period. Samuel, he was a boy and he ministered to the Lord before Eli. His service to God, that which was pleasing to God was whatever job was given to him by Eli, he did it with all of his heart. And it was a pleasing service to God. And this is how he was ministering to God. A day and night he was ministering to God. And you see how he ministered to God. When he heard his name called, he just ran. Even though he went to bed already, he just ran to Eli. Did you call me? This is how he ministered. That means he valued the word that came from the servant of God that God placed over his life. He didn't put anything else about it. He didn't put his convenience, his comfort about it. He said, when that call comes, is a call of God that is coming to me because I'm ministering to God. When the call comes through the servant of God, he said, I'm running. He ran to Eli and he said, did you call me? When did God call Samuel? When did he call him? He didn't call him as soon as his mom left him in the temple. Well, she gave him to God. So now God comes and has conversations with him every day. No, it was a while after he was left there. Every day, God saw him, how obedient he was obedience equals faith. Always remember, faith equals obedience. Obedience with faith is pleasing to God. So when you have faith, you will have obedience. When you have genuine faith in God, you will obey God genuinely. Now, you look at Samuel. Samuel had this love for God. I really admire his mother, Hannah, in this in this matter because how much of the word and how much of prayer went into Samuel every time she had him on her lap before she took him to give him to the Lord. How much went into him? God only knows so much of prayer and so much of whatever about God was put inside of Samuel. Reverence for God and reverence for the man of God, the servant of God was embedded in Samuel. When you look at Hannah, you see that. Where is he getting? It's coming from his mommy. Mommy was like that. When mom was hurt, when mom was put down by the rival, Penina, and mom was weeping in the temple, and the priest came there, and the priest said, what are you doing? Why have you been drunk like this? And you should put away your drink. And when she was mis- misunderstood there, Hannah did not say, well, I'm offended because you thought that I was a drunk and you think I'm a drunk and make a whole scene over there. You see the humility there because that was a test. It was a test from God before God could bless Hannah there. So the Lord didn't show Eli anything about Hannah at that point. And the Lord sent Eli with the blessing of God held in Eli's hands. He's holding Hannah's blessing. Eli, being the servant of God, was holding Hannah's blessing in his hand. And he's coming towards Hannah. God has kept this from him. That she is someone who is an 
dire need and she's crying out to God and she's she is making this deal with God saying that Lord if you give me this child I'm going to give this child back to you and and she's praying and here comes Eli and he thinks that she is drunken he is not saying anything bad he's saying that which is good for her don't be drunk put away you know this alcohol put it away what he is saying is saying out of love and he is saying something good many people even when sound advice comes they don't want to hear it they say i don't want to hear it even though they say that i want to hear it whatever god says pastor tell me but the truth is they will not want to hear it as a result of that god will not say even when they're going wrong the counsel of god will not come to such people because they don't want to listen in their words they will say i want to listen but in their heart they will do what they want to do but hannah was not like that the counsel of god is coming from eli to her but god has kept something away because it, it was a test for hannah before eli could release that blessing to hannah so eli didn't know that hannah was in such distress that she's praying and she's making a deal with god and he comes and he says a good thing to her saying that you shouldn't be doing this and she didn't say well I'm very upset that you thought of me like this. And, you know, there are many people who become defensive immediately. Oh, it's all about me. And I don't, you know, uh, want you saying anything about me like this because, you know, uh, my history is this and my geography is this. And they go to a whole bunch of things to defend themselves. Totally missing the point. The point is, whatever whatever came, came out of God's love. This is good for me. Hannah was not a self-righteous person. Hannah was not a proud person. When the counsel came from Eli, immediately she humbly spoke to him. She said, not so, my Lord. This is my state. My soul is in distress and, and I am praying over here. And as soon as she said, how she said? In a humble way. She knew how to talk to the servant of God who carried her blessing in his hands. Something that she so desperately needed was in Eli's hands. It was going to be given, but there was a test there. Are you there where this is going to be released? You're going to pass the test. Humility is a gateway to success. Humility is a gateway to any kind of spiritual blessing. Pride is something that will take you to the bottom of everything. That means even what you have, you will end up losing. But when you humble yourself, God can do big things in your life. So Eli comes there and he releases this blessing upon her. And you see her son carrying the same spirit from his mother. He knew how to respond to the servant of God. It's not like, oh, I'm sleeping now and look at this odd time that this old man is calling and, and in other people like that. I understand that, you know, these are pastors and I understand that, you know, you know, this is, you know, they're going through stuff and, but, you know, look at the odd thing and look at the odd time and look at, you know, people can say all kinds of things. Does it make it right? No. Will it get them any blessing? No. And what they have will be taken away. But you look at Samuel, he was just like his mother. When Eli 
called him, that he thought Eli called him. God was calling him. He just got up and ran, ran. He just ran to Eli and asked him, did you call me? It's not like, why did you call me at this odd hour? No. Did you call me? It was more like, I want to do what you're telling me to do now. Even though it's after my bedtime. Even though it's after. I did all of this and I'm so tired. But even then, when the call comes, he knew that this is a call from God. He ministered before God, knowing and not knowing. It's a beautiful thing. He knew that he was serving the priest of God, which was a high thing to do, a high thing to do. And he valued that and he held it in high esteem. And he did it day and night, day and night, day and night. And God said, I like this. I can use him because he has a heart of gold. The heart of gold is heart of faith and a heart of integrity, a heart of diligence, a heart that will do whatever God calls them to do, whatever time it may be, day or night. Whenever Eli called him, Samuel ran to Eli. This is why God called him. Now you have this desire. I want to hear God. I want to hear God. I want to hear God. Do that which has been given to you diligently. Be diligent with what God has entrusted in your hands. Anytime you're called for anything, God is calling you, especially those who carry the anointing of God. Make sure that takes priority over everything. That has to be number one. That has to be number one, not everything else. And then I'll do it, you know, when I have my free time or I'll do it, you know, according to my convenience. No, that comes number one. Samuel was a person who knew, just like his mom, how to esteem the priest. That God placed. And how did he minister before God? The boy ministered to the Lord before Eli. You cannot forget this sentence. The boy Samuel became prophet Samuel. How did it happen? The key is in verse 1. Verse 1 is a very important scripture. Very important scripture. He ministered before God. Every time he served Eli, he was serving God Almighty. He was before the Lord. He was doing things before the Lord. Very important. This is why God came and called Samuel. And he didn't call Samuel in a different voice saying that Samuel, I am God. No. He called Samuel in Eli's voice. That's why Samuel thought Eli was calling and he got up and he ran. He ran straight to Eli because that was a familiar voice. A test will always come to us to see. How much do we believe in what God has placed before us? How much do we believe in serving God? How much do we believe in serving God with all our hearts, mind, soul, and strength? How much do we believe in offering to God able sacrifice? That means blemish-free sacrifice. What we do for God has to be blemish-free. When God tells you to do, do it. When God asks you to do something, do it. Now, God is not going to come and speak through the clouds of glory and say, oh, I want to do this. No. The spiritual authority that God has placed over your life, especially those who carry the anointing of God. You have to have that reverence for God because what you do to them, you're doing to God Almighty. And Jesus said that. 
we need to understand this concept. It's very important. A lot of places they don't know. A lot of churches they don't teach because no one there is carrying the genuine anointing of God. Only when that's there, you can actually teach that to them. But the Spirit of God is bringing that to our church people. He really take this very seriously. It will take you far in your spiritual walk. Very important principle. Ministering to the Lord before the servant of God that God has kept. That means when God calls you to do something through the servants of God, God is placed over your life. Do it wholeheartedly. Anytime day or night, that takes priority over everything. Then what happened? This was happening. This work of God was given to him when, very important, the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no widespread revelation. That means there was bits and pieces here and there. But there's no widespread revelation. It's like silence, almost, almost. And it came to pass at that time, God is raising a prophet. What a consolation to God Almighty. What a consolation was little young Samuel to God Almighty. A little one that God can communicate with. A little one that God can use as his mouthpiece. When was Samuel established as the prophet of God? Not when Samuel was 30 years old or 40 years old. No, not when Samuel was 27 years old. Not even that was a young boy his ministry began god called and god anointed and god began using him in the sight of all and from dan to beersheba it was established that samuel was a prophet of god god is speaking to our hearts today how did it happen was he someone who was running after i want to become a prophet i want to become a prophet no 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 doesn't work that way oh i want to be this i want to be the superstar no 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 it doesn't work that way God's call comes to those who run after Jesus. You run after post and position and honor and titles. We will fall flat because deceptive spirits will come looking for those people who look for such things. But if we go after Jesus Christ and love him for who he is and be diligent in whatever he has given into our hands, because we want to honor him, such people God will give honorable things in their hands because they're worthy of holdings, holding honorable things from God. Samuel was such a person who was so faithful in what was given to him. He was such a person who knew how to speak to the servant of God who was there. He was such a person who knew how to do that which he was called to do. Whatever he was given into his hands, he was so diligent in doing it and he had that boundary that was there. When I'm called, I'll run. As I said, I'm not going to call and say, well, you called me with an attitude. No. This is like, I want to do. I want to do. Because he had such reverence for the Lord and held the work of God, serving God in high esteem. God is speaking to our hearts today. How much do you value God? How much do you value the things of God? How much do you value the work of God? How much do you value that which God has entrusted into your hands now? Do you really value it? Do you put other things about it? If that's the case, then God cannot speak to you like how he spoke to Sam. It'll come round about, round about. 
Samuel was someone who was not doing that which was given to him so that he wanted to become the next Eli. There are people like that. How can I become the next prophet? And how can I become the next prophetess? And how can I become this or that? If our eyes are on that, then that's not going to be good. That will set you up for a spiritual failure. Fall hard. Samuel was someone who ministered to God because he genuinely loved God. I want to serve God because I love him. Whatever he's giving into my hands today, I'm going to do it. He did not eye Eli's position. He did not want to become something. He was a simple, pure-hearted little fellow. A simple, pure-hearted little fellow. Such people God takes in his hands because they're such a, they're, you call them pure delight to God. They just delight themselves in the Lord and God delights in them. And such people, God will call them just like how Samuel called. Age is not a limitation for God. Oh, Samuel was so little and how can I, you know, make him a prophet at such a young age? And how can I give him words to give to this Eli who is now not in line with God? How can I do that? No, no, no. No. He called Samuel who was so little and he put his words in his mouth. He directly came and spoke to him. He called Samuel, Samuel. And then third time when he was told by Eli, Samuel was ready. God is calling me. Okay. His heart was ready and God called his name twice now. Samuel, Samuel. You know what a privilege it is to have God call our name out loud while you're on the face of the earth. Such a privilege. Samuel had the privilege because he was someone every time the man of God called his name, he ran so that God called his name. Because when his name was called by the priest that God appointed over him, he honored that he ran. God said, you're worthy. I'll call your name. And I'll give you big things into your hands, little hands. But I'm going to enlarge in your hands and I'll give you big things into your hands. That which none of the Israelites received. He received a unique ministry. He received a high call at such a young age to be the mouth of God, to speak what God wanted him to speak. And you look at Eli, how Eli was so blind, not only physically, but even spiritually, he became so blind. After God telling this to Sam, to Samuel, and he's telling, that's it. No amount of sacrifice is going to turn this around. And because God already saw Eli's heart and Eli's sons. And now after God saying this, once Eli heard all of this, let's just um, go to the bottom. I want to finish now. If you just go here all the way to the end of this. Verse 17 and 18, as we close. And he said, what is the word that the Lord spoke to you? What is it? What is it that God spoke to you? Don't hide it from me. He's making sure that he hears everything that God told Samuel. Now Samuel is telling everything that God told him. What was the response for that? Think about it. There are people who say, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. I want to hear everything. But you know what? It just doesn't do anything to them. 
after he heard everything he was so dull in his heart yeah he is doing ministry but he was so dull in his heart the word of the lord that is coming through this young prophet young child prophet he's hearing all of this and he says this it is the lord let him do what seems good to him wow can a person get to that state oh yeah can a person become so dull spiritually after hearing all of this that conviction and is crying out to god and going to his sons and saying hey you better shape up let's repent before the lord as a family not there this is why god already saw this and this is why he said nothing is going to change this samuel this that's going to be let no one here come to that place where we are so familiar with everything that we play church we're so familiar with doing doing and doing but then our relationship with god is dying 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 god is speaking to our hearts today he knew it is the lord he heard what the lord said what did he do with what he heard if that didn't have an impact on him if god's word didn't have an impact on him do you think you can become an expect exception after hearing all of this not a dent here but we just say oh it's god's word what do you do with god's word eli heard god's word through the young prophet but didn't do anything about it he said oh let him do what seems good to him oh he's giving permission or something let him do what seems good to him this is not a good thing for eli and his family how can he even say such a thing when you get into delusion when you depart from the living god by degrees this is the danger of it and later on you can see how how eli ended and how his sons ended we have to be very careful samuel gave the word the word was heard not received it was heard I hear what God says but whatever God wants to do let him do it. Do we have the power to change it? Yes we do. Yes we do. The Ninevites who didn't know the difference between right hand and left hand when they went before God and repented for their sins, God completely changed his course of action completely. There are many people in the Bible who genuinely went before God after the judgment came and they completely turned you know the wrath of god yeah you have consequences for your actions but the big things that would have happened god refrained from doing that eli could have done that but he chose not to because he became so accustomed to the temple activities and the routine and the sons are doing but i don't want to uh stir up anything and make a stink about my family in israel and what happened what happened it stank if you don't take care of what you need to take care of then it is actually going to be taken care of and at that time it won't be good if you don't repent and do that which you need to do then your sin shall find you out it's very important while this is happening here you see the young child 
growing and God being with him. God is no more there with Eli's family. God is with him. He's growing. This child is growing as he's growing. God is with him. And he's began his prophetic ministry. And every time he prophesies, God does not let none of his words fall to the ground because they were not his words. They were the words of the living God. God made sure that everybody knows from Dan to Beersheba, Samuel is called of God and he's a prophet of God because he carried the voice of God. God is speaking to our hearts today. How sincere you are today will determine whether you will hear from God or not hear from God. That's step number one or point number one. How sincere you are will determine whether you're going to walk in the path of the truth or you're going to walk in some other path where delusion covers everything and say, okay, I hear it. Not going to do anything about it. We have to be careful. God wants you to rise up. Be like Hannah. Be like Samuel. Be blessed of the Lord. In a, in a very ungodly environment, you see a gem. I call Samuel a gem. He didn't say, oh, Eli's like this and Eli's sons are like this and, you know, they're all like this and the whole family is like this. And so Samuel also turned out to be just like them. No, 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 no. A gem that came from a gem. No matter where you put, it's going to shine. May God help you to understand that which the Spirit of God is speaking at this hour. In spite of whatever was happening over there, Samuel ministered before God to Eli. May God speak to your hearts at this hour. Integrity at the core of your being. How you serve God behind closed doors. How you serve God for no one sees. God sees all of it. Based on that, he will see if you're fit for anything else or not. Based on that, he will see if I can add to you anything else or not, or should I subtract something from you or not? God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. May the spirit of God touch the core of every single one here. This is what every single one to examine yourself in the Lord and say, Lord, I want to be like Hannah. And I want to be like Samuel. Hannah was so faithful, so committed to God with that, which was given to her and that which she promised to God. She made sure that. Not only will she keep her vow before God by just dropping the kid off and then complaining about it. No, she was someone, as long as she had that child, this child was given by God to me and I'm going to make sure I just impart everything, invest everything in this child and everything that she knew was. She was not a prophetess and she was not, you know, somebody like Deborah and she was not somebody, you know, like people who just, you know, carried the prophetic anointing. No, she was a, Genuine mother. The mother who was not a mother, she was barren before. But she knew when she got this child. I prayed for this child. She knew that she was a woman who received something precious from God. And I will raise this child for God. And she raised him. Even within the few years she had him. She made sure she would teach him one thing. And you go there. Make sure you honor the servant of God. Make sure you do whatever you're told to do. Make sure you obey. She trained him to fear God. 
she trained him how to serve him. Before she could offer him for service, she gave him good training. You can't get that over there. Eli's sons were wicked. What was happening in the temple was an abomination to God. But she did the job really good here. And the child, after he went there, he didn't say, my mommy's not there. They all have their mommies. And I am motherless and fatherless over here. And so I am bitter. And I look at all the kids over there with their moms and I don't have it. And I'm over here treated like a little adult and I have to do all these work in the temple. And, and I'm like a servant here. And, the, and Eli is, you know, calling me every single time and other kids up. No, 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 no. Samuel was not like that. Samuel was not someone who was into self-pity and pity party. No, that's this is why he became a prophet of God. He was someone where he went, even though his mom was not there, his dad was not there. He ministered before the Lord. He knew how to minister before the Lord at such a young age. His focus was so on point. He ministered before the Lord. So who was he standing before? The Lord was before him all the time. The Lord was before him all the time. God would have said, well done to Hannah. God would have said, well done to Samuel. Both of them had focus. She didn't say, oh my God, I I wish I never made this vow, but now I have to. No, no, no. She waited till the child was weaned. As much as she loved the child, she loved the Lord even more. She loved the Lord even more. God is speaking to our hearts today. What a woman of character. What a woman of faith. What a woman of God. What a young prophet of God that came from her womb. Carrying the reverence, the faithfulness, the diligence of his mother. With him to the place. A man of God. He became. From being a child who became a young prophet to becoming a man of God that all of Israel knew of who anointed kings. God is speaking to her today. Be faithful to God. God sees you how you serve. God sees you how you talk. God sees your attitude. God sees your behavior. God sees everything. Based on that, your addition and deletion shall be. Shall we close our eyes and look to the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Father, thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you for bringing us into your presence. Thank you for this word that you gave at this hour. As I was seeking you, Lord, even after the prayer was over, we're still waiting on you for your word, and you suddenly gave this scripture. And you spoke from heaven to your people. May they understand the weight of serving you. May they understand what it truly means to serve you. Lord, may they understand what it truly means to love you. I pray, Lord, that you raise many genuine gems, gemstones from this place. When you come back, you're coming back to collect your precious stones. Lord, let many precious stones arise from amongst us. I bless you people this night with the blessing that you alone can bless them with. That the veil from their eyes may fall off. That they may behold the King of glory. 
by doing the simple steps that you give to them every single time they come to your presence. Oh, Father, I pray that you give them a deep desire, a hunger and thirst for your presence. A deep desire, hunger and thirst, a genuine hunger and thirst, Father, for the living God. That they may become partakers of the glory of God. That they may be counted to enter into the glory realm of God. I thank you for doing this. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon us and bless us with his peace. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father, and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all, now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord.